This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mark Cuban. How you do anything is how you do everything. If you're not, if you don't pay attention to detail on the little things, you're not going to be in the habit of paying attention to detail for the big things. Ken Griffey Jr. Hey, he wears his hat backwards. Well, I wear my hat backwards because my dad had a fro and I wanted to wear his hat. And if I put his hat on at age six and, you know, he's got a eight and a half and I got like a little five, it's not going to really stay on my head. Jeannie Buss. Thank you for having me. What a nice turnout. It's good to see everyone. John Smoltz. Is if you don't have the imagination and the willingness to fail or not being afraid to fail, I don't think you can be truly great. Candace Parker. I have had so much hope for this generation coming up that have grown up with women in sports, in leadership roles, on television, speaking about sports, speaking knowledgeably about sports. Pau Gasol. To me, all the work that I've done, all the humanitarian work that I've done has always given me great perspective, has allowed me to keep my feet on the ground and uh, has really put and reminded me what's truly important. Damian Lillard. That was for Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) Just to name a few. Welcome to Sports Business Radio. Now, here's Brian Berger. Well, thanks for joining us on this edition of Sports Business Radio. Blake Lawrence, co-founder and CEO of Open Doors, is my guest this week. Open Doors helps over 50,000 athletes at every level of sport utilize their platform to monetize their name, image, and likeness. We're almost three months in to NIL, and we'll hear from Blake Lawrence about how things are going, some of the deals that have stood out to him, how athletes are capitalizing on their name, image, and likeness. And really, uh, what I would say about Open Doors, it's a one-stop shopping tool to connect brands with athletes. So much like you would call an Uber or a Lyft, or much like you would book an Airbnb, Open Doors is that tool. It's an app that connects brands and athletes. So really interesting stuff. We'll talk about it on our show this week. I'm joined by executive producer, Brian Griggs. Griggs, how are you? I'm doing good. And uh, Blake's always great. Good friend of the show. And uh, we had him on, I think, the week that NIL came out. And you know he was telling us all this stuff. And then now, three months later, it's always interesting to see how much this has changed, which it's changing every day. So exciting, cool stuff from Blake. He's very knowledgeable in it and does a great job. So uh, good, good interview today. Well, and I think our audience may be a little bit surprised by some of the stats he shares with us around who the athletes are so far that are attracting the most number of endorsement deals and licensing rights and autograph and memorabilia deals. It's not always the star quarterback at your biggest university or the star basketball player at your biggest university. So uh, an interesting look at the NIL landscape 
We'll look at that next coming up with Blake Lawrence, co-founder and CEO of Open Doors. You're listening to Sports Business Radio. We'll be right back. Hi, it's Brian Berger here. In addition to hosting Sports Business Radio, I'm also the co-founder of the consulting firm Everything is on the Record. Since 2007, we've been working with CEOs, corporate spokespeople, pro sports team owners, athletic directors, elite athletes, and coaches to help them navigate the tricky media and social media landscape. My business partner is Rick Buecher of Fox Sports. As part of a new partnership with e-learning platform Open Sesame, we are now offering many of our teachings via on-demand courses available on video. Courses include presenting your best self in a video meeting. Your personal brand is connected to your employer's brand. Pause before you post, text, and email. And scrubbing your social media. To take any of our insightful video courses on demand, visit opensesame.com and type in the words, everything is on the record in the search. That's opensesame.com. To learn more about how we can provide a customized training session for your organization, visit everythingisontherecord.com. That's everythingisontherecord.com. Now, back to Sports Business Radio with Brian Berger. My guest is Blake Lawrence. He is the co-founder and CEO of Opendoors. You can find them online at opendoors.com. Over 50,000 athletes at every level of sport utilize Opendoors' platform to monetize their name, image, and likeness. Very happy to be joined by Blake Lawrence, who's a good friend. So happy for your success, Blake. You were a prophet. You saw this all coming. How's it going? I don't know if I'm deserving of that praise, Brian. I, I would say that uh, it's, it's going well at, at Open Doors, you know, being a decade into building the company, you know, really focused on helping athletes make the most of whatever window of opportunity they have, you know, using technology to help them make the most of that. And seeing this NIL movement in the college space, you know, the, the student athlete today has more options to monetize their name, image, likeness than ever before. Before that was zero options. So now it's uh, just trying to keep pace, right? Right now there's 1,500 student athletes a week are signing up for Open Doors. Uh, they're, they're coming to use our technology to understand, build, and, and monetize their brand. So we are growing quickly. Our uh, team is, is keeping pace and ensuring that we stay in front of uh, what is to be a billion-dollar-a-year industry. Before we get into the specifics of NIL and that whole landscape, Let's start with your founder story. So you played college football at Nebraska. You were a student athlete. Take us from there into how you developed the idea for Open Doors. Yeah, certainly. So yeah, I, I, I'll take you back to April 2009. I am a junior uh, starting linebacker at Nebraska. It's spring practice, and I just suffered my third concussion in a year. I was forgetting where I was, my name, um, the plays. And at that moment, I thought to myself, I may not be a football player forever, right? And you think about the athlete's journey, and you work with many athletes, you know many folks in sports. There is that realization and kind of that moment where they realize, oh, this doesn't last forever. Um, so at that time, I went to this website, twitter.com. It was, again, 2009, early days. And I signed up for an account. And, and my goal there was, to, by the time fall camp started, to have a 1,000 followers. Uh, 
because if I were to step away from the game, maybe I could use sports to build an audience that would last a lifetime. Six months later, I suffered my fourth concussion in a little over a year and, and um, I was done. I hung up the cleats. I was done in a day. And from that moment to this moment, I've dedicated my whole professional career to helping athletes understand that this doesn't last forever and taking my personal journey experience um, and building that audience that is still with me today from my time in Nebraska uh, and, and sharing that with those athletes that put their trust in open doors. So uh, a couple of years after I was done playing football at Nebraska, um, I started a marketing agency helping athletes repeat that zero to a thousand journey in terms of an online audience. And uh, one of my best friends got drafted to the NFL and he needed help with not just building his audience, but monetizing it and realizing that his agents and managers and marketing reps were using spreadsheets and post-it notes and fax machines. Uh, I thought there might be a better way. You know, I think that today's athletes will use technology um, and rely on apps just as much as they rely on agents uh, in terms of monetizing their NIL. So we started Open Doors to help really one athlete. And now a decade later and, and uh, 60,000 plus athletes around the world use our software every day to build right that journey from zero to a thousand and their their audience um and then also monetize at zero zero to a thousand dollars in the bank account so it's um, part of what we do for athletes around the world and knowing that if i could have every athlete that puts their trust in open or is going to have a similar experience i did um you know building my own presence and staying connected to that audience then we're we're doing good for the sports industry and good for the athletes Time Magazine wrote about Open Doors recently, I saw. Congratulations on that. But I like how they described Open Doors. They said Open Doors is essentially to athletes what Lyft or Uber are to drivers or what Airbnb is to people who are looking for a place to stay when they're traveling. You're a one-stop shop for athletes at every level. They can come to you. They can monetize. They can, you know work with their content. Um, you know, there's a lot of things for these college athletes to have to understand about this landscape. And I think it's great that open doors has become that resource for the athletes. Yeah, certainly. I think there's a, I do like that analogy because if you imagine there was a time when you, you couldn't just go online and, and book a stay at a stranger's home, right? right. Somebody yeah. had to build build the infrastructure of the industry. And if you go and read Airbnb's journey, it was not an overnight success. I mean, this is something that they had to push and push and push because it's an abnormal act, right? To consider staying on somebody's couch for a couple hundred bucks a night and somebody's got to make that possible. And I would say that our journey at Open Doors hasn't been overnight success as well. I mean, take about a decade of doing this, Brian, we met six, seven years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and I was saying, this is a big vision. This is what we want to do. Um, you saw it, you see it now. The market is, is catching up, but the concept of being able to go to opendoors.com, create account and search through 60,000 athletes and directly pitch. Like if you want to send an offer to Patrick Mahomes or Spencer Rattler, you can go for free, sign up and, and send an endorsement deal or a, a fan request directly to your favorite athletes. And that concept is still new, but it's becoming more and more of an established practice. And especially in the student athlete space, because the pro market and college market are quite different in terms of adoption of technology, the presence of agents. Um, so we feel like we have a, a powerful role to play and still a lot of education and doing the market, but 
yeah, that comparison is great um, to understand that this is a technology that helps athletes connect with those people that want to support them and do things to support uh, those fans or brands in exchange. The market went from, you know, several thousand pro athletes to now that you've got the college athletes in, you know, you've got a few hundred thousand more athletes that have joined the market. We're about three months in since NIL officially launched. What are you observing so far? Uh, is it going as you thought it would go? Like, what are your observations three months in? I would say that the appetite for brands and fans that directly support student athletes is bigger than we thought, right? That there is interest. I mean, there was a lot of buzz leading up to NIL, but to actually see the market turn on and see the things that are happening, um, we're surprised and delighted with the, the quality of activities that are going on, the quantity of activities, and it's still very early. Most national advertisers were still waiting to see what the rules were going to be around name, image, and likeness, what the NSA would allow, what states would allow, what the federal legislation would allow uh, before they would make movements. So there's some early adopters like Degree or GoPuff or Velveeta just did a great activation uh, this week I want to talk about. And, you know, these big brands moving fast, uh, but then there's still local businesses that are trying to figure out like where they can activate. Fans are trying to figure out like, how do I directly support these players now? So there's some innovation, like some things that you couldn't have predicted. And then those things that are um, happening sooner um, in terms of some of these national advertisers, but there's going to be more and more coming. So the balance between male and female athletes is at the national level, Brian. Like that's, that's something like going into NIL, it's about the conversation or debate was on equity, right? Mm -hmm. Will male student athletes, female student athletes, uh, earn the same. And looking at the data, in seven of the top 10 most valuable, uh, most marketable student athletes in the country are female student athletes. They're women's basketball players, women's gymnasts, women's volleyball players. Um, and that bodes well for bonafide NIL activities. Female student athletes are winning the day. But the, there's also this other type of NIL activity uh, where supportive sponsors or donors are picking their favorite school, picking their favorite sport at that school and saying, I want to give everyone on this team money. Hmm. And they're using NIL as a way to do that. And, and so that's something that you probably didn't predict um, to tip the balance in favor of men's basketball and, and football away from the true NIL power of women's student athletes. But the market is young, it's early, uh, but some of the trends are pointing towards bonafide NIL activities being a true equal playing field and female student athletes winning that day. Uh, some of the tilt goes towards men's basketball and, and football due to some of these other types of NIL activities. I was on your Twitter feed at Open Doors, and the top three activities for NIL compensations have been number one, posting content, number two, licensing rights, number three, signing something. So autographs, memorabilia. Um, again, you've always preached posting your content, doing it regularly, growing that audience. That's going to make you uh, more marketable. I would say that, you know, you just gave the stat of seven of the top 10 athletes doing NIL deals right now are women. I would say they've probably got good social media followings. I don't have that in front of me, but that's going to be my guess is they've got good social media followings because frankly, they don't have the 
media coverage the men have. So the way for them to even that field is to have a great social media following. Would I be correct? Oh, certainly. I think the the race to the first NIL millionaire, or let's just call them million millionaires. Millionaires, yeah. You heard it here first. Millionaires um, would be those student athletes that have a solid online social media presence. I mean, the again, bona fide NIL activities. Bryce Young is incredibly marketable because he's a quarterback at Alabama, right? But outside of that, he is not personally building his own brand. He's not investing in the same as Livy Dunn, the women's gymnast at LSU, who is on her way to being a millionaire. And the Hannah and Haley Cavender, the basketball twins at Fresno State, who have 3 million TikTok followers, they're on their way to being millionaires because they've got a presence and audience that's going to last them a lifetime. These athletes, if they go back to my journey, you know, it, if an athlete says, if I stop playing my sport today, would they still pay me? Okay. And if the answer is no, then they've got a journey in front of them. They have to build a reason for that audience and those brands and those fans to still want to support them when the game is gone. And that's been a major factor in open doors from the very beginning. You talk about athletes can use open doors to make money, but you know, we can also, a major factor of getting there is they have to have value in the first place. And so a lot of our products are used to help athletes build an online presence that gets them more marketable, builds an audience that when the playing days are done, they still have got value. And yeah, it's NIL is going to speed up a lot of athlete marketing initiatives. It's going to create an entirely new industry in terms of sports PR and, you know, shifting from helping 23 year old rookies to 18 year old freshmen. And I think that's going to be an exciting time for the type of guidance that student athletes will now need the first day they step on campus because of NIL opportunities. I know you've talked about slow your scroll. If you're on, you know, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, what is the content that is going to slow your scroll? You're working with these athletes to build their social media following. What is that recipe? What are a couple of tips that if you're a student athlete, you're listening to this, you're a coach, you're a parent of a student athlete, and you're like, I want to build that following. Like you said, you were trying to get to a thousand followers. Mm-hmm. How do you build that following? What creates uh, followers and engagement? Yeah. So what, one of the things I'll, I'm going to take you inside some of these education sessions that we do, right? So I was at a, a, a big 10 school just a few weeks ago and sitting in front of an auditorium, you look up and there's a hundred plus football players in this auditorium. And we're talking about brand building. Like what is a brand? And uh, social media is the resume for today's athletes in NIL, and that's both in college and pro. I mean, any brand or fan that's going to make a decision, do I want to pay this athlete? Do I want to support this athlete? They're going to make that decision within five seconds of landing on their social profiles, right? So we kind of guide them towards that understanding. This is where decisions are made. So you have to understand what are you putting out there? So I asked this question as you talk about content. And, you know, I, I call it out an athlete. I say, hey, you know, where's your, where's your uh, roommate? And they'll point over and say, hey, that's my roommate over there. So, okay, if I go to his Instagram feed, what am I going to see? And he goes, football. I go, anything else? No, just football. And I go to him, hey, what over here? He goes, oh, you're going to see football. I said, okay, what else am I going to see? Like, and they keep saying football. I said, hey, everyone in this room, just real quick, you're all going to talk about football. Okay, what else, right? It's the other things that's going to make you stand out. Because when you're scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through Twitter, that old, Scroll, tap, tap, melody. We all know it. 
it's that face, it's that profile picture that gets you to slow the scroll, and it's that content that keeps you there. So that content, if it's football, it's going to capture some sort of attention. But the next time they see that profile and it's family or it's faith, it's fitness, it's food, it's it's whatever, you know, photography, it, then that's going to get that person to say, oh, I didn't know that my favorite quarterback is also a foodie, right? I didn't know that my favorite quarterback also collects shoes. So now you can use sports to capture attention, to slow the scroll and use content to keep that attention you know, beyond your playing days. That's what we advise. So it's, it's about balancing out, you know, you're going to capture attention with sports, but give them another reason to stay with you. I think that's great advice. I'm in locker rooms all the time too. And one of the things I talk to the pro athletes about is people want to know you as a human being. They want to know who's under the helmet, who's under the baseball cap, who's running up and down the, the basketball court. They want to know a little bit about what makes you tick and that's how they connect to you on a human level. So, you know, I think that's great advice. And, and I do think the most successful athletes out there are showing their human side. It's not just about here's a highlight from my game, you know, last Saturday or tonight or whatever it is. People can see that on TV or they can see it in the media. They want that behind right. the scenes. Yep. And, you know, they want to know your family. They want to know your dog. They want to know your parents. You know, that's all kind of stuff that uh, gets people's attention. Yeah. And I think that there's certain times, and especially in certain sports, athletes wait for somebody to give them permission to go beyond an athlete. And I think that our culture is doing a better job of advising athletes to think beyond, like you are more than an athlete. Like that movement does matter because, uh, Again, you've been in locker rooms, you know, the coaching uh, mentality, you know, sports and everyone that's listening is, of course, no sports. And there's that certain coach that's going to say, hey, put that put that away. This is like focus here, focus here. So they're trying to turn off the other side of an athlete to get the best out of them on the field. What they're doing is, you know, with an empty feed, they're not helping their athletes, um, you know, move beyond sports. So there's always that balance. And I think that name, image and likeness rights and and. Uh, is creating a challenge for coaches that want their athletes to succeed with NIL because it helps from a recruiting advantage. Uh, but in order for them to succeed in NIL, like they have to put in the work. So yeah, new challenges, but beyond your time as an athlete, use sports to slow the scroll and use great content to capture attention and build an audience that lasts well beyond your time on the field. I just read a story about Penny Hardaway, the head basketball coach at University of Memphis. They had the number one recruiting class in the country, which, right. you know, you would think it would be Duke or North Carolina or, you know, Gonzaga, someone like that. But it was Memphis. And part of their pitch to the athletes is we have a community starving to do NIL deals with our student athletes. They're passionate mm -hmm. about University of Memphis and basketball. I think that's a clever way if you're a smaller school or you're not the big Duke or North Carolina, if you want to recruit, use NIL to your advantage. Do you agree? I, I do. This is the recruiting battle of the next decade and beyond is name, image, and likeness compensation for student athletes on a campus. Name, image, likeness preparation is actually where it starts with the school. Compensation has got to come from outside the school. And there are, I can tell you, Brian, just work in this space. Now, Open Doors, you know, we built our technology for athletes. Our partners are this schools, conferences, teams, leagues, athletic departments, all that, they use our software. Uh, and there are anxious donors in certain markets seeing that 
you know, BYU and there's this deal for every men's fo- you know, football player. Now there's a deal for every women's basketball player at Miami. There's something for every football player. Georgia Tech did a deal with, you know, uh, TiVo, you know, does a deal for every football player on campus. Memphis has, you know, very good support for the men's basketball program. I mean, these things are popping up and uh, people are raising their hands. Like, how do, how do I get involved? How do I do this? Um, because it's now a recruiting, it's a recruiting advantage. I mean, Penny Hardaway is uh, himself an, an NIL guru, right? I want to do one quick tangent on this. Penny Hardaway, his shoes, as, when I was a kid, my most prized possession, okay? Like, and Lil I Penny. Could, I li- and Lil Penny. And I can <laughs> tell you that Nike, just as much as Penny made Nike better, Nike made Penny better. And I think that's a really good balance of an NIL deal and, and relationship because I can tell you, I don't recall many highlights of Penny Hardaway Square. I don't know that, but I know what his shoes look like, you know, and mm-hmm. Memphis is a partner of ours and it's been rewarding to be, a, you know, in that world uh, with somebody that grew up idolizing simply because of his name, image and likeness, uh, not because of his, his on-court success. So that's my little tangent with him. It's very interesting, but NIL compensation and NIL preparation, the, those two things are going to matter a great deal in recruiting. Certain schools have a, a head start, but it's, the schools themselves aren't the ones doing it. It's, it's got to be the, the significant sponsor or donor group um, that is being creative and understands the rules. Right now, they're, everyone's getting set up, and soon it's just going to be table stakes. Hmm. A, few mentioned, a few minutes ago, you mentioned, uh, I think it was Velveeta. Yeah. Like, I'm really interested in getting your thoughts on a few of the activations that have been done thus far that you think, wow, that, that really resonated. That was a nice job. Yeah, certainly. So I want to like, I'll start with Velveeta. Velveeta yesterday introduced the Queso contract. They're doing a deal with uh, Cade York. He's an All-American kicker for LSU. Okay. And Velveeta, I think, is an official sponsor of the SEC. They don't have LSU rights, but so they just went straight to Cade. And he is, when Cade York, the kicker for LSU, lines up for a 50-yard-plus field goal, any person who signed up to get free cheese from Velveeta. If he makes it, they get free cheese sent straight to their doorstep, right? It is a real <laughs> wow. thing. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it combines a lot of different factors here, but it's, uh, that's a unique activation, right? That's one athlete, one big brand, and a really creative way to get fans involved. Like, I, There will be people cheering for the kicker at LSU simply because they can get free cheese if he makes the field goal. Right. Um, and the celebration yesterday was, was fantastic. I mean, we talk about, um, locker room balance and equity in the locker room, every player at LSU was quote tweeting, retweeting it and getting hyping up Cade as in like, Hey, you know, guys, my guy's getting the cheese, you know, literally he's getting cheese from Velveeta. Um, so that's a great activation. Then in GoPuff is a partner. They do, you know, food delivery, snack delivery app. They're big on college campuses. They're using open doors to literally offer an, an NIL deal to every student athlete in the country. I mean, they're, they're in the tens of thousands of student athletes that have been, um, you know, offered an NIL deal from GoPuff, and that's pretty impressive. And then you see Degree. Degree is building a breaking limits team where they have um, both regional diversity, sport diversity, gender diversity, uh, you know, ethnic diversity in this group of 25 plus athletes that are helping, you know, teaming up with Degree to talk about that, to talk about breaking limits and, and their journey. Clear Cover is a um, really an underdog mentality insurance company. And what they're doing is, is they want to sponsor the underdogs. They want to sponsor walk-ons, right? So they have an applicant process where 
if you share your story and it resonates with the founder of, of ClearCover, which is a, a big, fast-growing insurance company who was a walk-on you know, in college, then you'll be selected to be a ClearCover underdog athlete and you know, featured in commercials and, and promotions online. Like, that's pretty exciting. So all of these things kind of lead to national advertisers and, and activating in a creative way that fans will see. Like it, You'll see these things and it'll start to become part of sports. And uh, those student athletes on the other side of this are for the first time ever, ever able to benefit. It's all exciting. You're listening to Sports Business Radio. We'll be right back after this. Hey, it's Brian Berger here. As some of you may know, in addition to hosting Sports Business Radio, I'm also the founder of the Sports PR Summit. We've been building something very special there since when we launched in 2013. Noteworthy people such as Adam Silver, David Stern, Jamel Hill, Grant Hill, Tom Rinaldi, Lisa Leslie, Michael Vick, Jeremy Schapp, and Stephen Ross are just a few of the names who have joined us on stage to provide unique insight. We recently introduced the Sports PR Summit Collective. It's a way for everyone to stay in touch 24-7, 365. The Collective is the next evolution for our community of PR practitioners, media, and athletes. You'll find a counterpart day and night to ask and answer questions, share your inspiration, connect with colleagues, and celebrate victories. The technology that powers the Sports PR Summit Collective allows us to bring more valuable resources to our members and the industry. These include a members-only job board, a mentorship program, industry awards, courses in skill building, networking opportunities, and mastermind groups. You'll also still have the opportunity to attend our annual Sports PR Summit event in New York City, in person or virtually. And for the first time, we're also allowing access to students and entry-level communications executives. If you're a PR practitioner or a member of the media or an athlete, this is the community for you. Visit sportsprsummit.com for more information and to join the Sports PR Summit Collective. Now, back to Sports Business Radio with Brian Berger. One of the things that Open Doors does, correct me if I'm wrong, like you'll work with the athlete down to the level of, we'll help you script your post, you know, your tweet or your Instagram post. Because there's a lot of students that say, well, okay, I have a deal with Velveeta, but what does that mean? What do I have to post on social what do I have to link to? Is there video or pictures I have to include? Like, what does this mean? Open Doors is helping from A to Z with all of those things, helping the athlete secure the deal, helping with the post. Yep. Maybe you can explain that a little bit because it's, it's a pretty, I don't know anyone else working with the athletes to that level. Yeah, it, it is. We are like a personal assistant in their pocket. I mean, our technology is built to keep athletes saying the right things, right place, right time. And, and now with NIL, we introduced even offline activities like appearances and autographs and speeches and things like that. And so um, what Openers does is, you know, imagine everyone listening to this is a professional, right? And I imagine that at some point you've been asked to appear somewhere at a certain place in time, maybe give a speech, go on stage, introduce somebody, stay on stage to a panel. like, And in those moments, you're always checking your phone, like, okay, what time does this start? Or somebody's reminding you, hey, remember, we go on stage in 10 minutes. Like, and or you you maybe have to record something for for some reason, like, and you're keep talking to the person that's helping script it out for you. I mean, professionals still need reminders of where to be, what to say, how to do it. And imagine you go back and you're 18 years old 
you're a student athlete that uh, it's your first time ever working with a business and you go and ask your school for help and they, they're like, hey, we cannot help you. This is a, our policy doesn't allow it. The NSA doesn't allow it. The state law doesn't allow it. So you are on your own. You're 18 years old. How and who's looking out for you? Okay. So the answer is open door. So your, your, your pocket buzzes, it pulls out an app and it says, Velveeta would like to have you do this thing at this date, this time, and this is how much you'll get paid. Yes or no? They say yes. And then it open doors then says, okay, at the date and time that you're supposed to record the video, you get a reminder. Hey, uh, did you complete this activity? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so now I have the script right here. I got to record it, submit it, and then Velveeta approves it. Then you get dollars straight into your bank account like Venmo. We even do tax prep for these athletes. I mean, it is sit there to remind them, hey, do these things because you said you would, right? Um, so 99% of student athletes won't have an agent, but 100% of them will have an app that's looking out for them. That, that app is open doors. And it's fun to see that vision come to life. It's much more real in the, the college space than it ever was in the pro space, but it's all part of a foundational approach to helping athletes make the most of it. Well, and just so people understand, Open Doors does work with thousands of pro athletes as well. NFL, right. NBA, Major League Baseball, you've got deals with all the players associations in the main sports. So it's not like you guys just sprouted up when NIL sprouted up. You've been working with pro athletes for years. And now with the NIL, college athletes are a big part of the mix because that wasn't allowed before, right? And Brian, Yeah, and Brian, that's what it is. We say a lot with, with our college partners and athletic departments is NIL is new. I mean, there's, there's COVID going on, there's NIL going on, there's conference realignment going on. I mean, their hair, their hair's on fire. And I walk in, I say, Hey, name, image, and likeness monetization is new to college sports. It's not new to sports. Okay. Like this is a century old industry that in the pro space, it's just, there's a lot less athletes. They all have an agent manager. They're professionals. Like there's a whole bubble around every athlete. Um, Here's a little different. But we've been helping the pro space for the last decade. You know, so for those listeners, if you're scrolling through your social media feed and you see your favorite NFL player talking about Bud Light or Verizon or EA Sports or Pepsi, Open Doors is the tool that reminds that pro athlete, hey, it's time to post about Pepsi. It's time to post about Verizon. It's time to think, uh, you know, thank Bud Light for their support. So we've been providing the technology at the pro space for a decade. And now it's just translating into the college space where uh, again, most of these athletes don't have agent representation. So Open Doors serves as that, that application that provides a lot of the same reminders and support that a, a traditional talent agent would at the pro level. I would say college sports has the ability to have a, a seedy underbelly more so than pro sports. Have you seen that side of things? Have you seen the CD underbelly in the last three months? You don't have to like name names or anything like that. But, you know, I'm imagining there's probably some shady people coming out of the woodwork. And, and that's why a company like Open Doors can really help say, look, we'll guide you the right way. You know, we've been doing this. We have professionals. And don't go deal with the shady person on campus who's, you know, trying to steer you the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, certainly. I think that there is, in any industry, there's always, uh, in, in any big change, there's going to be early 
dirty, like let's figure it out type of stuff. And, and some of it's with good intentions, like ultimately we want to move, we want to move towards a better world. Other ones are bad intentions from the start. So those things are cer- like certainly easier to identify, but uh, it's, it's unfortunate that, you know, with all athletes, again, Brian, you built your whole business and your life and your career, like in this industry, you know, that the first time that you meet that superstar, right. And you like, you see them in person and you shake their hand and you're like, Oh, this is a kid. I mean, this is a kid. This is somebody that has, has been groomed. They're 25 years old. Maybe they're they're on their second contract, but they're still 25 years old. Yeah. And but thank goodness there's people around them that are trying to like, Hey, here's how to block and tackle the PR side, the agent side. I mean, look at Giannis, right? Like he's so young and, and he's like a yeah. super, super star. And, you know, I, I just loved it. Like after they won the NBA finals, he goes drive through somewhere and, you know, or like that went viral. That was a moment like you talked about earlier where, he just won the NBA finals, but now he's showing you the human side. He's going drive through like all of us have at his favorite fast food place. There was a moment right. captured and it went viral and got hundreds of thousands of, of views. Yeah. So there's where yeah. the magic is. But like you said, these are young people. And especially now that this is on the college level, these are 18, 19 year olds. I have a 16 year old, almost 17 year old daughter. And if you threw her into this environment, there's going to be questions. I don't care how savvy you are as a teenager. This is a new environment. So right. um, it's different. Yeah. You, you just, you hope that um, there, because of this, there could be that predatory behavior by an, an agent or rep that like is not really in the best intention of the athletes and the athletes don't know better. And there's so many on a college campus. Like there's more college student athletes on a college campus than there are NBA players. Right. And like, right. that's a hard thing for people to fathom um, that the NBPA employs a hundred plus people to take care of the 450 plus athletes. Um, there might be one person on a college campus that's now thinking about NIL. It's not even their job. So how do you provide an environment? And that, that's where, you know, open doors, we can't block and tackle every problem, but I can tell you that if an athlete and the person that's supporting them is using our technology, uh, it is a, a safe, secure, compliant, proven place to do business, right? And th- that is important because um, I, I would liken it to when it comes to tax season, you know, the, it's pretty easy, and I'm, they're not a sponsor for this podcast, but if you're using TurboTax, like you probably feel better about it because you know like that that's who that they're going to, they've built the whole thing, you know, they've, they've right. thought of it all. Versus maybe the, the guy down the street that say, hey, I'll get you a sweet deal. I'll do your taxes. And like, uh, yeah. Uh, is this going to get to the right place? Am I going to right. surprised? Like, you don't want that feeling. Um, right now in NIL, student athletes are, have to start to maybe see one or two or schools have to see one or two things go wrong before they realize that, okay, it's good to use a proven method to do this compliantly. Yeah, I, I mean... Some things you just want to rest your head on the pillow at night and sleep well and know that it's being taken care of the right way. And, you know, I've known Blake for a long time and I can tell you that Blake and his team do an amazing job with the pros. Now the college athletes, uh, you saw this before most people saw it. We'll end with this, uh, the growth of open doors. You know, we just talked Mm -hmm. about how these athletic departments are staffed, how the players associations are staffed. 
you know, you started off as a small operation. I'm imagining that you guys are, are growing because this industry is growing and the opportunity is growing for you. On January 1st of 2021, so the start of the year, we had 30 full-time employees. Um, today, we have 80 full-time employees. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You've more than doubled. More than doubled. and But great people. Uh, that believe in the vision, understand where we're going and, and why we're doing this. I think that's really important when we bring on new team members and, uh, because this isn't a see it uh, opportunity just dive right in and try and take advantage of it. I mean, this is something that we've been uh, trying to build towards for a long time and people see that and they want to be a part of it. And that's exciting. And uh, a lot of tech, technology, uh, you know, products and engineering team members that are helping ensure that we are providing the best product to the market and helping as many athletes as humanly possible. And this is, again, with thousands of athletes signing up for Open Doors every week, we want to make sure that they have exactly what they need to make the most of whatever time they have. And that just kind of goes back to exactly why we started it. Um, so big growth, big opportunities in the market. It's still maturing, right? But we look to be the leader. I mean, this is the place, if you think NIL, we want you to think Open Doors. Um, you know, it's and Brian, from a PR perspective, you've seen us kind of go and grow across these different spectrums. And, but we've always kept that athlete in the center, you know? So NIL is becoming itself the industry. That's a name that's kind of just been coined. Um, uh, we want you to thank open doors when you hear NIL, when you think um, open doors, we want you to thank athletes too, right? This is built for them. So we're here to help them. If you want to, work with athletes, do something um, to improve your athletes at a sports organization like Open Doors is, is a technology provider that can help you out. We've got a lot of athletic department employees, coaches who listen to this podcast. If someone's listening to this and they go, oh my God, I need Blake to come speak to my student athletes, come to my campus, educate us, help us. What's the best way for people to do that? Yeah. So, uh, opendoors.com, O-P-E-N-D-O-R-S-E, opendoors.com, or uh, Blake underscore Lawrence on Twitter. You can follow me, shoot me a note. Um, and this is, we're also just as student athletes are signing up at a rapid pace. I mean, it's uh, uh, a handful of college partners every week are signing on to bring open doors to their campus. And, and that's exciting. You know, those are things that we want. And so, yeah, hit us up. We're here to help. And um I, it, Brian, there's one thing I wrote down. I know we're kind of in the final stage. There's one thing I wrote down I want to share with you because yeah, it goes back to knowing what, what you do when you're working with athletes and advising them and coaching them. And um, we talked a lot about the build, right? And I, I, I want to end on this, like the buildup of that zero to 1,000, like having an audience that matters and follows you. And it's going to get, get you opportunities. But when you get that opportunity, it's really like how you handle that brand relationship is going to lead to the next one. Right. And, or it's going to lead to you never getting one again. And right. so there's a, a student athlete, his name's uh, Chase Griffin. He's a, he's a quarterback at UCLA and um, he is, he's cleaning up. I mean, this is a guy that we wouldn't have predicted, but the very first deal uh, he did a deal with degree um, and was part of that team and then clear cover. Uh, once they they saw what how effectively he promoted degree, they said, "Well, we want that guy." Yeah, you know. And then um, Shell, the the gasoline company. Yeah. Once they saw what he did with Pierre Curry, said, "Oh, we want that guy." And it's so interesting that, you know, if you get the first opportunity, that's that's the hardest. 
Mm-hmm. But if you succeed with that first opportunity, then the doors are open. And I think I wanted to, to use Chase as an example of somebody that um, isn't the starting quarterback, um, but he's got a story. And when brands engage him, he succeeds. And I think that's a success story for anyone in, in PR, anyone in sports is that, uh, you know, when athletes lean into these, these things, they get the most out of them. So that's really the key to success in NIL. Yeah, I think you make a great point. Because, you know, one of the things I say to the athletes all the time, and I just spoke to a, a bunch of college students this week virtually, and, you know, I say, it sounds really easy. Just do what you say you're going to do. Deliver on what you say you're going to do. So many people in this world, whether they're college students or pros, do not follow through on what they promise. And right. you make a great point because, you know, I've worked with a lot of athletes and, you know, they love getting the, the money for the appearance and they love the notoriety, but then when they have to deliver the goods and show up to film the commercial or post the, you know, tweet or Instagram post, like there's hemming and hawing about it. Right. And if you're someone who is cooperative, you're going to get a lot more deals just because you're easy to work with and yep. you deliver the goods and you do what you say you were going to do. And, and yeah. again, it sounds like a low bar. But there's a lot of people that don't do what they say they're going to do. I could do a whole podcast on that. But yep. you make up a great point because here's this quarterback. Like you said, he's not even the starting quarterback. But because he's cooperative, he's engaging, he's easy to work with, he does what he says he's going to do, other companies take notice and they go, I want to work with that guy. Yep. Everyone's looking to to minimize their risk, right? And if you have the ability to put it on film. I mean, this is every athlete understands like you're going to get that next contract, next opportunity if you put it on film, right? And if you, you play the game right, and that is no difference when it comes to what you're doing off the field. If you show up, deliver, um, put it on film, then that's going to help you get that next opportunity. So maybe that is the next podcast and, and uh, recording this. Talking well, about- I'll, I'll tell you, I'm going to give a quick plug coming up on Sports PR Summit online on September 29th at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern. Rex Chapman is going to join Rick Buecher. And if I was to pick one person in the world who has used social media to change the narrative about themselves and mm-hmm. to bring good to the world, it would be Rex Chapman. I mean, right. Rex had an opioid addiction. Um, you know, a lot of people that know Rex Chapman today don't even know him as an NBA player. Like they're right. young people. They're like, oh, that guy played in the NBA. But yep. he's brilliant on social media, both with sharing his own content and sharing content of others and just being like this kind of hub of sharing great, amazing content that makes people feel pretty good. And um, look at the opportunities that have come to him now. He's doing a podcast and all these companies want to work with him. And, you know, again, several years ago, he was down and out. He was using opioids. and, And so, I look at Rex as a shining example of if you use social media the right way and you're authentic, this is what mm-hmm. can happen. Love it. I'll be tuning in. I think Rex is great. And he's an example of what else, right? I mean, like every former basketball player can talk about basketball, but what else? And I think he's found that what else and he inspires people through that. And that's going to be a great time. So, yeah. Um, if I'm a brand and I'm looking to work with athletes, yeah. I can also come directly to open doors, right? 
Yeah, openers.com. You can, it's free. You can create an account, uh, log in, browse, build, book, and then uh, endorsement deal, NIL deal with 60,000 athletes around the world from the, the biggest name athletes in pro sports to student athletes at your alma mater. So, this is where you go to support athletes directly and get support from athletes directly. And, and uh, that's an exciting place to be for us. So, yeah, openers.com, sign up. If, if you want, you can go self serve and just go, go wild, right? Uh, a lot of these big brands their first time doing a deal they'll do our full service package where our team helps walk you through and say hey here's how to find the right athletes here's the type of pitch you need to do and then uh you are off to the races so we're just here as a technology partner to bring two parties together that we we think ultimately deserve to be together and, and great value comes when uh you make athletes more accessible to the people that support them blake lawrence co-founder ceo of open doors congratulations on all your success and thanks for joining us on sports business radio Brian, always good. Thank you. Hey, it's Brian Berger here. We've collaborated with our friends at Parish Project to create high-quality sports business radio clothing, including hoodies, long-sleeve t-shirts, and short-sleeve t-shirts. Each item comes in five different colors and a variety of sizes. These items are super comfortable, and you can wear them on Zoom calls, while working out, or when you're lounging around the house. Sports Business Radio has loyal listeners around the world. We'd love for you to post a picture rocking your Sports Business Radio gear. Tag us on Instagram or Twitter if you post. Get your official Sports Business Radio gear by going online to parishproject.com. That's parishproject.com. P-A-R-I-S-H project.com. Well, that's it for this edition of Sports Business Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to our show staff, Brian Griggs and Josh Blank. And thanks to our partner, Molka Sports, for powering Sports Business Radio. Learn more about them online at molkasports.com. That's M-A-L-K-A sports.com. For Brian Griggs, I'm Brian Berger. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Business Radio. This and every SBR podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and your favorite listening app. Follow Sports Business Radio on Facebook, Twitter at SB Radio, Instagram at Sports Business Radio, and online at sportsbusinessradio.com. Sports Business Radio is produced by Brian Griggs and Griggs Productions. GriggsProductions.com.